Hello, this is the Living Well with PMDD podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Bradford, certified life coach, mom of five, and PMDD survivor. Happy to have you here. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and should not be considered health advice. Hello, beautiful women. This is Heidi Bradford, and I have my son, Lance Bradford, here. Hello. And we're coming to you from our walk-in closet in the guest bedroom. In Colorado. Yep, in Colorado Springs. Do you want to say anything else? I'm cooking dinner. (laughs) Yes, and what are you cooking for us tonight, Lance? Chicken fried rice. (laughs) Yum. It's one of our family favorites. Chicken fried rice from Trader Joe's. That's, uh, yeah, go try it for yourself. Goodbye. Bye, Lance. Looking forward to dinner. See you in a bit. Okay. (laughs) All right. So our topic today is when your cycle is thrown off. This is one of the most difficult phenomenons for women with PMDD to deal with. Before we jump in to that, I just want to invite each and every one of you to a free love and support call. This is a webinar-style call. You can ask questions. You can share concerns. You can um, get coaching if you want that, too. And it will be over Zoom. You do need to register for this call, and the registration link is in the show notes. Um, So there is that. I will add or include a little bit of information and inspiration on that call depending on how many people show up and how many people do want individual attention you know to talk to me specifically it will depend on how much other stuff um, information inspiration that I give (laughs) I want to do one each month for the year 2024 so that you have some just direct access to someone that also has PMDD and also someone that comes at it that there are ways that we can deal with it and still have a really great life. So I invite you to that. I hope that you will make it a priority. Okay, so let's get into this a little bit. This really is a three-part podcast. The first part is why does your cycle get thrown off? The second part is my observations on why it gets thrown off and some examples, stories from my life. And then part three is how to handle it. Okay, so first part, why does your menstrual cycle get thrown off? And when I put into Google, why does my period get thrown off? All of these searches, at least the top 10 for that, addressed why you missed a period or why it was delayed. And I think we all know one of the main reasons you miss your period is if you got pregnant, right? To me, though, it is a little more critical when my cycle is thrown off by it coming early. To me, as a person, as a woman with PMDD, that's when it really throws a wrench in my life, my plans, 
my mindset, my mental health, like when I'm not expecting it. And suddenly those PMDD symptoms are active. So I I guess I'll, I'll get into that. But according to just a few of the websites that I, I looked at why your period might be missed or delayed. Missed is usually because of pregnancy, stress, or sudden weight loss. Delayed can be um, poor sleep, vigorous exercise, traveling across time zones, weight changes, you're feeling stressed out, fluctuating hormones, exposure to pesticides, breastfeeding, your age, particularly as you approach menopause, or because of certain other certain health conditions. And that was from health.com. If you want to, if any of those kind of stand out to you as, oh, I, I'd like to look into that more, you can Google it or you can go to that uh, website. I did put the link in the show notes, so it's there for you. Now, part two of when your cycle is thrown off is my observation as to why my personal cycle gets thrown off. I've talked to other women about this, and it happens a lot. Maybe it's not causation, right? It could be correlation. I personally think it's causation. How this could cause your cycle to be thrown off is beyond me. The observation is... When I'm around a new group of women for an extended amount of time or one woman for an extended amount of time that I am not usually around, my cycle is thrown off or it is possibly thrown off. Now, again, I don't know how this happens. Like, do our hormones somehow communicate with each other? As girls, we love to do things together and, you know, it's that whole... I'll go with you to the bathroom. (laughs) I don't want to go alone. Will you come with me type thing? Two examples of this in my life. I'm recording this in February of 2024. In the summer of 2023, I went to a family reunion. And it was a three-day family reunion. I was around my sisters. I have five sisters and then three sisters-in-law. And my mom, of course. Now, I mean, we weren't around each other 24-7, but we were consistently around each other. So a few hours every day for three days in a row, possibly four days in a row. I can't remember um, exactly, but for a few days in a row, consistently for at least a few hours each day. The hub was my parents' house. We stayed at my parents' house. There were a few families at the house. Um, But we were, yeah, we were seeing each other in the morning, afternoon, and evening, or at least two of the three of those. Now, the, the point is, I recognized that this might throw off my period. So when instead of my period coming at its normal time, 
I start my symptoms, you know, so I expect my PMDD symptoms to come on day 18 of my menstrual cycle. When I started noticing that I was not handling normal life situations with very much patience, I thought, okay, I did have that family reunion. That could be bringing my cycle up a little bit. Let's uh, prepare. It was good that I recognized that for what it was because in, it ended up that my period did come early and that that was the onset of my PMDD symptoms. This, I mean, it's so frustrating, right? Because it is not, it's just not like clockwork. We can't just get to a place where we always know that this is what we're going to do and it's going to work. It's not like a recipe that we can do the same way every single time and know that unless we change something, the result is going to be the same as it always has been. So, but knowing that, knowing that your cycle can get thrown off prepares you to be able to handle the symptoms when they come at a time when you're not expecting them. Now, I do want to share with you this experience I had just last Friday, um, about a week and a day ago now. I was very attached to a random idea. Well, a few things got thrown off, and I just kind of want to tell, tell it to you from my point of view. So we woke up Friday morning. I checked the the weather and we'd gotten snow so before waking up the kids I checked to see if they had school and they didn't have school so it was kind of like yay I turned off my alarm went back to bed awesome a few hours later get up my littles are up my husband's getting ready for work and I just, my, my husband was working from home that day, but he still has to work. He has to put in his time and he has a, a lot on his plate. So, But in my mind, I thought, wow, this is a great opportunity for us to go down to New Mexico, look at the area, maybe look at a couple houses that we've seen on, on Zillow and we could actually do that. We could go today do all this hunting on Saturday and drive back Sunday and be home for school and work and commitments on Monday. So I have this great idea, right? And I bring it up to my husband and he's like, has some concerns. It's like, wow, um, we have stuff planned tomorrow don't we and I'm like oh yeah but it's okay like I can reschedule Lily's oboe lesson and we're we're we said that we would go and clean the church but you know this is really a, a really important opportunity I think they'll understand and we can go another time when it's not our turn the the main point being 
it wasn't as if we had nothing planned and let's just go do this thing. It was, we have some significant commitments. Do you really want to take this on now? That was the first concern. Trent and I both help within our youth groups at church on Sundays. This Sunday, it wasn't a young men, young women week. We were having word conference and the stake leaders were going to be presenting. Now, I did want to attend that, so I kind of had mixed feelings about missing church on Sunday, but it wasn't enough for me to just get rid of this idea completely. The next concern, though, was, are we going to take the kids? Like, you mean, just we're just going to pile in the car and I'll go? And, you know, that was what my husband was asking and thought, well, yeah. And, you know, we'll get a motel. What about the dog? We'll just take the dog with us. We'll get a pet-friendly motel. Okay. Um, he, he was like, this is so out of the blue. I have so much work stuff on my mind. I don't even know how to get out of it to get into this conversation with you. So we kind of dropped it while he got some stuff done for work and I got ready for the day and all those things and then came back to it. And I said, I think just the two of us could go and Lily could watch our kids for that amount of time. And it was approaching closer to noon at this point. I'd done some exercise and done some other things and Trent did not know what to say, what to do, what to think. Um, but he, he signs on to the idea of, okay, it, it might be okay. Lily can be responsible for that amount of time. And anyhow, I started thinking about all of the things we would need to change. And I started questioning that this was even a good idea. And I ended up on my bed and I was crying because I wanted to go so bad, but it was going to be so hard to go. And so I need to change up so many things. And why couldn't it just be easier? And why did I have to come up with these harebrained ideas at the last minute why couldn't I just be okay with not going this weekend? Why couldn't I be okay with planning it for a different weekend, you know, a long weekend, and just let it go? I'm sure if you have PMDD, you've experienced that kind of a little self-hatred is really what it is, or self-loathing. I've heard people call it that too, where you just hate the way that you are because it's making your life so hard and difficult. And you just wish that you didn't have these hopes, these desires, this thing that you wanted to do or accomplish. You wish you could just turn it off. And you can't. Around this time, when I was, you know, crying under my blanket on my bed, <laughs> my husband came in and he was like, Heidi, I think your period is coming early. I mean, this isn't the time where you expected your symptoms, right? And I'm like, 
no, it's not the right time for my symptoms. And he's like, well, I, I just think your period's probably coming early. And I was like, you know, you could be right. But still, I want to go and look at houses. I, I feel like it could be really valuable to have the insights that we could get this early on, you know, moving in, because we're, we're moving in uh, June, so about five months from now. And he was like, okay, we decided to go on this little excursion, the two of us, even though it came from a very, what I would call, unclean emotionally place. But we chose to do it. We weren't able to leave until I think it was almost 4 p.m., but without kids. And, you know, it turned out nicely because dinner, well, actually a friend of mine, I messaged her. I was like, can you grab some frozen pizzas from the commissary and drop them off and a loaf of bread because we were out of the kind of bread the kids like. And she was like, I can totally do that for you. So then I packed, Trent packed, and she actually got to our house and dropped the stuff off before we even left. So we knew the kids would have dinner and we do Friday movie night. So pretty easy night for Lily and then getting kids to bed. Uh, she's pretty good at and has done a lot. So we take this seven and a half hour drive. I say all of that to tell you I am with you in knowing that it is very difficult when your symptoms hit and you are not prepared. And that is why it is important to understand yourself and what your symptoms are so that you can recognize them when they come at unexpected times. I appreciate that my husband often recognizes it because he can gently tell me, hey, I think your period's coming early. He doesn't discount my feelings. It just helps you look at things a little bit differently. Okay, if it is hormonal, then I take a different approach than if this was not, <laughs> right? I guess I don't need to share more of that story with you, except that it wasn't like I bounced back. You know, my period didn't hit the next day. Our PMDD symptoms last for seven to 10 days. But I did have my supplements with me and I did have my fluoxetine with me. And I don't take fluoxetine at night because I'll wake up at two in the morning and have a hard time going back to sleep. So I take it in the morning around 9 a.m. I was having my breakdown, <laughs> my initial crying breakdown at probably around noon. I didn't take fluoxetine, but I did take um, some supplements. And then the next morning I took the fluoxetine and those sad, kind of lonely, nobody gets me feelings were very much dampened. And I was able to really enjoy Saturday with Trent, just going around, looking at houses. And I do think it can help if to move into a place where there are less expectations on you. 
And that was the case. You know, we wanted to see as much as we could, so we didn't sleep in, but we didn't get up at the crack of dawn either. Um, and it was a good experience. And Sunday we came back and I was a little bit emotionally spent. I, I wasn't cheerful and feeling amazing, but I was okay. Now, I've given you within that story some ways that I handled it. But part three, this last part of this podcast is how to handle it. It's three steps. Know that it's a possibility that your cycle is going to get thrown off. Know that it's a possibility that your symptoms and signs are going to hit earlier than expected. Second, recognize your symptoms or signs that your PMDD it has become active. And third, you need to go to your emergency plan or go into E-mode, as I call it. Now, um, your emergency plan might be different than mine. This is one that I share with my clients. And you can alter it however you want. But my emergency plan is a four-step plan of do's and then one don't. <laughs> First step, when you get into E-mode, once you realize that you are, are having active PMDD symptoms and it's not when you expect, or even if it is when you expect, if you don't have a plan, you could do this one. But uh, if you already have a plan in place and it's working for you, then that's fine. But this is a great emergency plan. One, you recognize that your symptoms are likely active. Two, Take three deep breaths. Don't hyperventilate. Sit down if you need to. Probably a good idea, right? Don't want anybody fainting or falling. Just take a few deep breaths and expect a flood of thoughts to continue coming to your mind. Expect those incessant negative or worry thoughts. They're going to keep coming. But the breathing will help your body systems. Okay. Third, you do one thing for yourself. And the rule is that you must want to do this thing. You put off your dishes, your laundry, your playing with your little kids, your cooking. You put all of that off. And you do something that you want to do. It could be exercise. It could be a massage. It could be taking a shower. It could be having a nap. It could be doing a project. This doesn't have to be a long thing for yourself. It could be a 10 to 30 minute thing for yourself. Now, let's say you really, really, like the top priority for you is to get in 30 minutes of exercise but you don't have an exercise bike or a treadmill or you don't like doing push-ups that you're like push-ups and sit-ups aren't your thing or you know maybe pull-ups aren't your thing or you don't have a pull-up bar whatever it is weights whatever it is if you cannot do it but you know that that is the top thing that you want to do you plan it just Figure out a way. Send a text message to your husband saying, can I go to the gym? 
when you get home from work. Send a text to a friend, hey, can you watch my kids for a half an hour tomorrow? It's okay if it can't be that day. But that third step is doing one thing for yourself immediately or immediately planning it. Now, if you plan it for a week later, it's not going to have as much value as if you plan it for that day or the next day. But that's okay. You've still done something for yourself. You have planned a time and a place for that thing that you desperately want. If it's a project, it can be a work project or something fun or something service-oriented. There's no rules about that. The only rule about doing one thing for yourself is that you must want to do it. Now, your children need to be taken care of. I'm not giving you a pass at neglecting your children. They are important, but you are important too. Okay, and the last part of this emergency plan is to decide next steps. Once you've done that thing for yourself, you decide. Are What medicine, supplements, vitamins are you going to take today, tomorrow, and the next day? Where can you record what's happening to you, that your symptoms just hit? Maybe it's a calendar, maybe it's your planner, maybe it's in your phone, and record it. Is one of your next steps going to be decisions that you can wait on for a week? Because in this state, it's much harder to make decisions, or you might make a rash decision. One of your next steps might be to tell someone that you're having a hard time. Maybe a next step for you is scheduling a call with a life coach or an appointment with a counselor, even a doctor's appointment. And if if you're wondering about access to that, you can look online. There's plenty of free resources. Um, Maybe you hop into a Facebook group and just type in there, I'm having a hard day. My symptoms hit when I wasn't expecting it. You may or may not want to ask for advice or feedback. You might just want to put it out there. There can be so much value in just getting it out of your head. Now, the don't for your emergency plan is you are not allowed to do any self-reflection or self-coaching. It will not go well. You're not in an okay place for that. When our PMDD symptoms are active, we do not accurately reflect on ourselves. It has a very negative tint, and it is very difficult to see the good. So it's just not allowed. Sorry, it's not allowed in e-mode when you're in that emergency mode and following your emergency plan. Okay, well, this episode went longer than expected, but I really hope it had a lot of value for you. Remember to register for that free love and support call. I'd love to see you there. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Living Well with PMDD podcast. If this episode was insightful, please add a five-star review and tell a friend about the podcast. Until next time, keep hoping, keep loving, and remember that you are not alone.